it was not dissimilar to the videos I am sure you watch when you search anime. So I go into this audition and there's an engineer and then I can see the man that had called me in and who had never worked with me before. Who was like, I heard you were just great. So like, let's give this a shot. And I was like, okay. And so the audition starts and I was basically like, Oh no! Why are you touching me like that? This man, he touched me. It make me feel a certain way. Welcome to my worst audition. Welcome back to my worst audition. With me today is the lovely and talented Shelly Shinoy. She shot to fame over a decade ago from her work in the likes of video games like Minecraft, Batman, Game of Thrones, The Walking Dead, and Red Dead Redemption 2. She is a voice director for Netflix and the BBC and is the number one voiceover coach in the country, according to Shelly Shinoy, LLC. Her star is also rising in the world of on-camera work, and her comedic sketches with We the Internet and Lou Perez have garnered over 40 million views and counting. All that, plus she's one of my best friends in the entire world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my favorite sexual fantasy, Shelley Shinoy. Hi! <laughs> I'm so happy to be here today. Thank you for that Shelley, great that... intro. I know. I, I can't imagine who wrote that. I, me neither. Good work. <laughs> very well. It was on point. Oh, I'm thank so you. Yes, you. It, it was definitely, yes, something that I wrote 100%. Yeah, you wrote it so good and well. <laughs> <laughs> so good done. I can't see. I can't write. Yeah, I, you know, whatever. Um... I forgot. You know what I forgot to mention is one of my biggest directing credits yet. And I said Netflix and the BBC because I'm so used to that but I'm now directing for the History Channel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, for yeah, for the A&E Network. Man, oh, you're I, all over the place. I didn't tell you that. Yeah, uh, I just finished um, a show. I'm not allowed to say which show it is, but uh, but I fixed it and now it's going on the air. That's how they ended up finding me was they were like, can you fix this TV show? Uh, and it was because they it was like a docu, docudrama and sort of like a mystery show because these you know history channel shows are so awesome and mysterious and they've got a lot of stuff and so the two hosts are on camera they're great but on the mic uh it was a disaster and they oh, were okay. gonna pull and so they were gonna pull funding and pull the show off the air and just not finish editing the remaining seven episodes they cut one together for approval and it didn't get approved and so the producers at A&E went scouring all over New York and they found me and they were like, can you fix this? And they sent it to me and I was like, yeah, give me like three hours. And we nice. finished. Yeah. And so, and so, but then I started working with the hosts and we, we worked on it weekly until so all the audio, episodes were done. The audio quality is now good. And the conclusion is uh, 2000 years ago it was still definitely aliens. The conclusion is that aliens were in World War Two. Oh, so it's World War Two. Okay, sorry, my, I lose it's, track of when the aliens were here. I, the show me. is um, it's something like it was something like uh, real mysteries of our wars. Dot dot. The truth is out there. Okay, and so it's I, like that, great war mysteries 
the truth is out there. Here's the evidence. What do you think happened? And the stories are crazy. Like, I must admit, like, the stories are bonkers. Like, you're like, what happened? Like, this guy disappeared from where? And he ended up where? And he was an American. And then he ended up having to become Russian in order to live. And Oh, okay. Like, of prisoners getting kidnapped and then shipped and sold to other countries oh. instead of killed because U.S. prisoners were so smart and so ahead of... Uh, U.S. Um, sorry, U.S. soldiers were so much smarter than soldiers in other countries, and they had so much more advanced technology and warcraft knowledge. And, and knowledge and experience with what they were doing. So, if anyone else in the world could kidnap a United States, uh, uh, someone in the war, someone you know, someone that was like a sergeant or that knew US how to operate, yeah. a, a U.S. serviceman of any kind they wouldn't kill kill them they would kidnap them and trade and sell them i've never heard of this in my entire life yep really yep yep and i so mean it if it's on the history channel it has to be true <laughs> that's that's end of discussion so you gotta go find this war mysteries the truth is out there story yeah. because the one specific story of this kid getting his bomber crashed or whatever and but they they shot him down and they kidnapped him and then they sold okay. him for it was like from Japan to Russia. Are you sure this wasn't an episode for the Outer Limits? Are you sure this is actual What's the real the history? What's the difference, Gare? What? <laughs> Come on. No, yeah, this was this was real. And the reason that they have this was because when he was like 80 years old and a fluent Russian speaker with a Russian family, he wrote his fiance in the United States, he found her and wrote her because they weren't harping on him as much, as much like 55 years later, he got away with so, sending sending a letter. So they were keeping him under wraps for like 55 years. Forever, for the rest of his life. But he snuck, he started sneaking letters out when he was in his 80s. This sounds insane. I'm telling you, right. you come over to my house and watch the show with me because I, I haven't seen I, it yet. I will. <laughs> I mean, it, it is hard for me to so go against fun. it. I mean, it, it does say history in the name of the channel. So I, I can't argue with that. It, and in the name of the show, it says the truth is out there. And that's right. what the show's right. about. Fair. Okay. So, yeah, I directed that. Well, congratulations. Yeah, you've been doing really well. You, oh, you're like doing all your own stuff. You're producing directing you're all over the place you're making it happen you're not just sitting yeah. and waiting yeah i, I got like a, an animated series in development i told you that right i believe so yeah yeah and so i'm it's, gonna yeah. be voicing a character somewhere in this i assume in season two <laughs> we gotta get this shit sold first <laughs> <laughs> and then yes of course oh, thank you obviously how long how long you been at this now uh, voiceover or acting? Just performing in general. How long have you been trying to make a career of this? Well, my first show, I was four and a half years old. I was in the the Lion King. No, no, I was in uh, the Wizard of Oz, <laughs> and I was the hooked. I was hooked. Nursery school production of the Wizard of Oz. The Columbus Children's Theater Academy, and I it, I was the youngest member, and I was the lion in that production. Oh, wow. And just so cute. And like, it was just great. And I was hooked forever. And I did my first national TV commercial when I was seven. Um, and again, when I was eight. And uh, by then I knew I wanted to move to New York and live in New York. And 
I was in the middle of, I was in the Midwest. And so anyone I told that to just kind of like, was like, you cute little thing. Sure. You know? And I was like, no, I will be in New York. This is where I will live. I knew it. And what made you choose New what made you choose New York instead of LA? Because I visit my parents. I was so set on it. They took me to visit New York when I was eight and a half. And I was like, this is it. Hmm. This is it. I'm I'm in. And we had also gone to LA in that trip. They like took me to both coasts and I was mm-hmm. so underwhelmed <laughs> by LA, by California. I was like, I mean, it's hot and boring. That, I mean, this was me as a kid, but like mm. I in my mind the city was so big and so exciting and it was happening. Things were happening there and that's just mm. where I knew I wanted to be. And yeah. So, and so. how long now I've been attempting to make like a go of it for real. Like just, I'm going to try to make this a thing that I earn money for as my primary income. Uh, probably 17 or 18 years. Wow. All right. Good and for you. I've properly been living off of the money that I've made. Like I've lived off of my business endeavors in the industry for like, cause, cause I didn't, when I started, you know, all those years yeah. ago, but, um, uh, was when I started making a living off of it, it, it really started to take off in 08, 09 huh. were the first two years I really started making money. I started making money in like 2003. Right. But like, it wasn't until I was able to like fully launch into the, into the world of, entertainment in 08 or 09 was when I started actually making money and I started making a living, uh, 10 years ago. Uh, and I never looked back. It was like 2012, 2013. Well, Shelly, I know you, and in your 15, 16, 17 years of doing this, you must have a a funny story or two to share. I hope you got something for me. I don't know how to even tell you the story of my worst, but I'm going to do my, my best. Okay. Okay. So it's a long time ago. And this was in the first, like the second or third year, uh, after I had started really making a name for myself. And so sound studios would call me in on reputation. They would call and, you know, and so like I had a name and people knew who I was and people were calling me in based on that. And so there is this sound studio uh, that I had never, um, that I hadn't yet been to. And they were, you know, some, they were pretty big wigs. They, they were doing a lot of animated stuff. And, um, and again, this was so long ago um, that part of that makes sense as to how this went down. But um, I was asked to audition for something that I had never, ever heard of before. So again, this was a very, very long, this was like 14 or 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I had never heard of anime. I thought they just were spelling animation short. Like I was like, animation? What is this? I had literally never heard of it. And I don't think a lot of, it it hadn't really quite taken off the way that it, it, is its own universe now. Right. But it really hadn't back then. Also, uh, as you know, being who I was and, and of course I'm going to do my research. YouTube had only been online for a few months Mm -hmm. at that time. So when you searched anime, Gary, 
sumo wrestling videos. Oh, I thought we were going in a different direction because I search a very special kind of anime. But continue. Uh, no, there was there was no anime on YouTube because okay. YouTube had just come out. Well, the anime that I would look for would not be on YouTube, but please continue. I understand, and I'm following, I am picking up what you're dropping, but but <laughs> I am telling you what happened, right, was, um, was I searched and I was like, well, that's interesting. So all anime references just led to sumo wrestling videos. Okay. So that's what I studied. And so I was like, this is so weird. Why are they asking me? to audition for this. Why don't they ask a Japanese man? Please tell me you walked in through and went, I am a Sherry Shinoi. I am here for voiceover role. No, of course not. I waited until <laughs> my actual audition to do that. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. So I go in, first of all, first of all, I go in, so I go to the sound studio and I walk in and the owner of the sound studio is an American Chinese man. Okay. And so he's he's like, hey, you know, how are you doing? And I was like, hey. And I'm thinking like, why aren't you reading for this? Like, you're at least a little Chinese, closer. Japanese. No, but like, you, you, they, they had said specifically, you know, like with this Asian influence. So it was like, so, so you're there, like you're close enough you're going to pass further than me. But I was like, okay. So, um, so I get the script and Gary, it was not dissimilar to the videos. I am sure you watch when you search anime. So I go into this audition and there's an engineer. And then I can see the man that had called me in and who had never okay. worked with me before. Who was like, I heard you were, you're just great. So like, let's give this a shot. And I was like, okay. And so the audition starts and I was basically like, Oh no, why are you touching me like that? This man, he touched me. It making me feel a certain way. Oh no, do I need to take my skirt off? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he trying to do? Oh my God. And I see the man that owns the studio because he was behind this, this wall here. And, Cause I was working with the engineer over here and he was over here. So you, you couldn't see him. And I saw him go. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, and oh, he disappears again. And I was like, I, I seriously, like, I don't know why you're asking me to read. I did the whole audition, the entire audition. I never stopped. I went all the uh. way. Oh, you're making me feel so angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel moist. It uh, feel good, but bad at the same time. <laughs> I like I like how your Japanese accent has semi morphed into Italian. Like it feel bad at the same time. It's a little French. <laughs> I was you know because I because I was just like I was just grasping at anything because I had oh. no idea what oh, I was auditioning great. for, and they were like and, you know, and they had said it was a little intimate. It was for mature audiences only, and I was like <laughs> intimate. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like that? Like, like he's touching like that? Like good touch, bad touch? But oh all in a sumo wrestling throw down <laughs> violent approach to the script. And oh. uh yeah, and they they were like okay uh they had just white as ghosts all of them just white nobody said anything to me just the engineer was like oh my god as the engineer was watching me you know the other i won't say his name but the other one who was like oh yeah i can easily picture it just you know everybody was like uh and 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 i walked out like so um great i hope to see you guys on the next one right (laughs) and um and I believe it was a year later, a year later, they called me back for another anime audition and the information was online and I wa- it was for a feature film and I walked in, nailed the audition, booked it and I left. Congratulations. And that was Very a year nice. later, but my first experience, now, how did they end up calling me back? I have, I, I don't know. The, now, the, I have a question. The year later when that you booked, was it also for intimate anime or is it just plain old anime? I did. Um, I ended up booking two or three anime gigs with them. And the one that I, the first one that I booked, no, it was an action film okay. with a little bit of mature stuff, but it was just kind of like an action film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I booked one or two other projects. They were very intimate, you know. Intimate. They were very intimate. So just, um, just so we're all very clear, the second I finish this interview, that is immediately what I'm doing. I'm looking up oh, the ones that you voiced. I, who knows if you're going to even find... If you find them, will you send them to me? I definitely will. Because After I, I take my time with them. Yes, great, I will definitely send great, them. Great, yeah. <laughs> Go and search for those projects because I don't know if they were distributed here. I, I have no idea. I have no idea where you can find them or stream them or look them up. Oh, and it was uh, Shell. I, I got places. I, okay. I got places to look. Okay, great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't wow. book the first one, but I ended up booking a series of, of gigs afterwards. And I have no idea how, but they were like, like, I guess I left and they were like, I mean, they said she was good, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe. And then like a year later, they're like, I will give her another shot. And they yeah, gave me another but, shot. You know, but to your credit, it, it shows, I think, you know, cream rises to the top, you know, no no pun intended, that you have made an amazing career in VO despite this obvious, just horrific audition. You're really good at it. I think I think he really liked the sumo wrestler voice. <laughs> I think they really because I had it on lock. There was no French or, or Italian sneaking in <laughs> when I went in for that audition. I had it on lock, and they were like they were equally horrified as they were kind of pleased with like it's actually kind of good for for whatever the f- she thinks she's doing. <laughs> Oh no, no, please, not there. <laughs> oh no, oh, don't touch me down there. I feel dirty, dirty thing. But whatever yes, you do, because... don't do it again. <laughs> I don't even know what accent no, that is. Me neither. But yes, keeps going, all, friends. All, all, uh, don't touch me down there. Oh, yes. All, all the sexiest <laughs> Japanese women talk like Pepe Le Pew. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, I think that's sneaking in because I was recently, just recently working on uh, like this deep French, like whatever. And it keeps tracking. I call It's uh, vocal dragging and it, and it keeps popping up when I do sumo now. So that's on great that. that's fantastic Sad. i mean you know i Sad. when you told me that you affected that accent i immediately thought of something that i did it comes nowhere close to your story uh but it reminded me of a quick thing that i did um there, there's an agency in new york that has a vo mm. department and they have a vo booth in mm. their uh in their building yeah. so you know if you want to audition for vo you can go to their office and use their vo booth and uh, the guy there uh, brought me in for a VO audition, and he then asked me afterwards if I could handle a Japanese accent because he wanted to see, you know, if I could read for this other thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Let's let's go do it. And then he we lined it up. You know, we, I have the script there. He's ready to go. And then I see that he stops and thinks for a moment because they he knows me and they sort of know me there that I, uh, you know, I'll say and do whatever. And he goes, wait, um, before we start, could can you just make sure that you do this in an inoffensive way? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. I got that. He goes, okay, uh, let's give it a try. And, of course, I immediately start reading, and I go, I would avenge myself upon your family. He's like, okay, we're done. Stop, stop. We're, we're, we're done. And I'm like, oh, okay, I tried. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that. Oh, man. I feel like I know who that is too. And he and, I'm sure you do. And and I might I might be wrong, but if I am correct, he is dry as a as a cardboard box in the desert. Just like no, oh, okay, no. no, we're done. Like, no, he, he it might be a different person because he, he was pretty chill, but he wasn't gonna go down that road. He's like, all right, no, we're no. Okay, okay. Yeah. I wonder. Because uh, the one that I know has has a terrifying person. A lot of people get, but if your person was like really chill, then it was probably one of the other studios that I was thinking of. Oh, good. Either way, though, nope, you're yeah. done. You're you can just <laughs> goodbye. We're just gonna. But no, that, that yeah, that that does not compare though to your your tale. Oh, that was magnificent. Uh, I yeah, thank I went you, Shelley. All the way, just all the way it. there. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and I now wonder if I can find that type of anime or hentai, as it's known to those of us who peruse that sort of thing, where there, I wonder if there is a kink for like sexy anime cartoon, but in like a deep husky sumo wrestling voice. I wonder if that exists. Not my personal thing, but I'm just kind of curious to see if I could find that. Gary, if there was, I would have been booked on it already. <laughs> And I would have told you about it. So I assure yeah. you, I can save you the Google search because they would have called me directly. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, that's, that's wonderful. I, I don't think that can be topped. I think, you know, um, my, my little tale was just kind of the after dinner mint for your story. <laughs> your story was fantastic. Great. Uh, where, where can people find your work? Oh, so, I mean, my website is just Shelly Chenoy and I've got a bunch of samples up there. If they're looking, I mean, whatever, I, um, my coaching stuff is just all NYCVO coach. I train people all over the world every day. If they want to see uh, actual on-camera gigs that I've done, it's all on Shelly Chenoy and on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, Shelly Chenoy. Shelly Chenoy. There you go. Uh, S H E N O. Y, in case you want to spell yes. Shinoy. Yes. S-H-E-L-L-Y. 
Yes, two L's. Yeah, I think it's at the bottom Shelley. of my screen here. Uh, it is. Right yeah, there. I don't know if that even transfers over, but I'll, I'll oh, include it, it in the notes. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. That's, I just that's work how you here, spell it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you, yeah. Shell. That was wonderful. So once again, ShellyShinoy.com. If people want to find your work and on the socials, you can be found at. Yeah. On all the socials, I'm Shelly Shinoy for anything voiceover, uh, coaching or directing. I'm NYCVO coach, or you just search Shelly Shinoy and you'll find it. Just look for the name. It's thank pretty you, easy. Shell. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's Thanks great for to see you. Me, Fan- Gary. Thank you. That was a fantastic uh, anime story. That was gold. Excellent. I, I appreciate it. Excellent. Glad I could serve.